Our scripture lesson for this morning is from the Gospel of Luke, the fourth chapter, verses 1 through 13. Listen for God's word. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing at all during those days, and when they were over, he was famished. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become a loaf of bread. Jesus answered him, It is written, One does not live by bread alone. Then the devil led him up and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And the devil said to him, To you I will give their glory and all this authority, for it has been given over to me, and I give it to anyone I please. If you then will worship me, it will all be yours. Jesus answered him, It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil took him to Jerusalem and placed him on the pinnacle of the temple, saying to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to protect you, and on their hands they will bear you up, so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, It is said, do not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished every test, he departed from Jesus until an opportune time. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Okay, show of hands. How many of you have played Wordle. All right. How many of you have no idea what Wordle is? Wow. I need to do some tutorials here. <laughs> so Wordle is a popular online word game. Basically, the object is to figure out what the five-letter word or Wordle of the day is. You start by guessing a five-letter word, and the game tells you if any of your letters are in the day's wordle, and whether they are in the right place, and you have six tries to get it right. There are a few unusual things about wordle, which I think the reason it's become so popular. First of all, it's low frills. You don't create an account. There are no banners or pop-up ads or notifications. It's just the game. And second, you can only play once a day. And it usually only takes around five minutes or so. Although when I said that to Amy Star Redwine, she laughed. So apparently it takes her longer, but <laughs> it only takes me five, maybe 10 minutes. But here's the best part. There's just one wordle for the day for everyone in the world to guess. And so you can share your results with others without sharing the wordle for the day, what the wordle for the day is. 
Someone recently posted on social media that their faith was being restored in humanity because people were not spoiling the wordle for others. The game also remembers you and keeps track of your success record. I currently have a 32-day streak, just saying. And each day that we play has become a ritual for my family. We all play and we text each other our results, as many other people do as well. So I've been thinking about this daily wordle ritual as we begin our journey into Lent. As Christians, Lent is a season where we are invited to deepen our connection with God. This time is set apart in a rec to recognize our dependence on God, as we did in our Ash Wednesday service this past week, where we came forward and with the imposition of ashes we heard, from dust you have come, to dust you shall return. It's a season when we are invited to recognize our dependence and deepen our relationship with God. People often give up something for Lent, make a sacrifice that honors Jesus' 40 days of fasting and temptation in the wilderness, and this can be very meaningful. But I also want us to consider how we might observe Lent with adding something and that something being a ritual, a practice, or an intention. It is a different kind of Lent this year, isn't it? We're hopefully coming out of a two-year pandemic, and yet at the same time we are witnessing and feeling helpless as we watch a war that of course we hoped would never happen and in fear of how it might continue to grow our hearts breaking for the Ukrainian people. We pray daily for this war to cease. So we're in this tension. There's celebration and there is grief. How will we practice our faith in this particular Lenten season? Seek, and, seek to deepen our faith when this is the world we live in. Last Sunday night, I led an online retreat using an assessment tool from the full to the brim materials that we are using as a congregation this Lent. We gathered on Zoom and we spent some time paying attention to where we are right now, emotionally, spiritually, physically, etc. And then we considered three small things that we would like to practice during Lent. Our conversation was rich and honest. One participant shared, I am usually a glass half full kind of person, but lately my cup is not running over. She wasn't alone. Others could identify. We acknowledge that while we are grateful for this turn of events with the pandemic, with things beginning to open up, we also recognized our fear or uncertainty about how to re-enter. I was reminded of how many times at the beginning of this pandemic we talked about needing to let grace abound. We did not know what we were doing. We'd never done anything like this before. 
and we encourage that it would really be wise to be gentle and gracious with ourselves and with one another. Well, here we are again. We have never re-entered life after a pandemic before. Maybe you are like me in discovering there are things that you don't want to pick back up and do again, or there are new things that interest you. Maybe there are new boundaries that you want to set. In our retreat, our group last Sunday, we all agreed that having a launching pad of sorts to help us find our legs could be helpful. We wondered if this Lent, this post-pandemic Lent, could be the time where we could ask God to direct us, recognizing that we are different and desiring to have some time to prepare for a new way of being. Having this Lenten season as a time to re-enter gracefully, or at least graciously, by seeking first and foremost to connect, to reconnect with God, and to spend some time seeking clarity about what it is that God is calling us to in this new season. Or put another way, we could establish some new rituals. And we can look to Jesus for help with this. In our text today, Jesus has been in the wilderness for 40 days. From what we can tell in Scripture, after Jesus' baptism, he went directly to the desert or the wilderness where he fasted and was tempted. Why do you think he did this? If I were Jesus, I know that's dangerous, but if I were Jesus and at my baptism the skies opened and the Holy Spirit spoke, this is my beloved with whom I am well pleased, I would want to go out and celebrate and maybe even show off my status. Hey everyone, did you hear that the Spirit said they were well pleased with me? But not our Lord that's not the way Jesus behaved. Jesus, having been baptized, walks into the wilderness and fasts for 40 days. We don't know why Jesus did a lot of things, but by going on this 40-day journey, Jesus modeled and invited us to also take a 40-day journey every Christian year. When Jesus is in the wilderness, he is tempted, and he tells the devil three things. Do you remember those three things? You cannot live by bread alone, worship and serve God alone, and do not test God. I think Jesus continues to tell us these three things today. We cannot live by bread alone, which I think means that we can't live well on bread alone. You can't thrive when merely existing. You can't be connected if we only, to God if we only have things of this world in our life. It will not satisfy. Worship and serve God alone. This is in response to the devil offering Jesus worldly power and possessions. 
For us, this could be the temptation to focus on things like successes and status. Jesus says, nope, all we need is God and God's love. And do not test God. For this, Jesus For Jesus, this meant not throwing himself off the temple, knowing that God would save him. For us, don't test God. Instead, trust God. Trust, even when we can't see what is in front of us. Even when we feel afraid. Trust, and then trust some more. God has been faithful in the past, and God will continue to be faithful. Putting our trust in God and not in the things of this world, and letting God continue to reveal what is next. So with those things in mind, how can we use this season of Lent and this post-pandemic season to connect and to clarify who and how we want to be as followers of Christ. In our retreat, several of us came up with things we wanted to do, simple things, like turn to a journal or take a walk first thing in the morning instead of picking up our phone and scrolling or turning on the TV, setting our intention for the day grounded as best as we can with seeking Christ first. We all shared how we are reeling a bit from the transition from pandemic living to opening up, and we committed to being mindful in these 40 days to seek Christ first and let this be our guide. I invite you to think about simple practices or rituals that you might want to put in place this Lent, seeking ways to connect to Christ. Circling back to the Wordle game for a comparison of how we might practice our rituals, Wordle is simple. It's no frills. Let your Lenten practice be simple, focused on connection, And nothing more, because sometimes, if you're like me, we complicate things, and then we don't end up following through. Wordle is also short. You can't spend all day playing it. Our spiritual ritual practices don't need to take a long time. Ten minutes of journaling a day can really make a difference. And Wordle is better when shared. When you share your Wordle result, you just see tiny green, yellow, and black boxes. But these boxes mean something to someone else who's playing. In a similar way, we are invited to try to share our Lenten rituals with one another for accountability, for connection. Just let someone here today or call up a friend or family and say, you know what? I'm going to practice each morning writing for 10 minutes and just see what that does in my connection with Christ. And finally, Wordle, believe it or not, is about love. It was created by a software engineer named Josh Wardle 
as a gift for his partner. She loved word games, and so in his spare time, he developed Wordle for her. It was originally just for the two of them to play. But they shared it with their families, who also loved it and encouraged Josh to share it with the world. And he did this late last year. On November 1st, 90 people played. And today, it's over 2 million. It was recently acquired by the New York Times for a lot of money. Now, our rituals probably won't lead to anything like that, but they can lead to something so much more important, our connection with Christ. So let our rituals begin with love, even acknowledging first and foremost God's amazing love for us that sometimes is hard to accept or understand. Lent is ultimately about love, and as followers of Christ, we are to seek love first. And this can be hard in these days that feel dark. But let us try in this Lenten season to remember the sacrificial love Christ has for us. And let us practice rituals to experience this love in our lives and to share with God's world. I want to close with this prayer that we prayed at our retreat last Sunday, and I hope that you might receive this as an invitation to find a simple, short, intentional ritual that you might practice each day during this Lent with an open heart, seeking to be closer to God. Let us pray. God of new life, We know that you want more for us than the rat race of work, sleep, eat, repeat. In our fiercely independent and competitive world, living a life any other way feels almost impossible. Remind us that you ate meals around tables. Remind us that you demonstrated radical generosity. Remind us that you took quiet time on the mountainside by yourself. Remind us that you opened doors and said, come in. Remind us that you created friendships that transformed. This is the life you modeled, and it's the life we long to lead. Holy God, help us tap into this deeper and more expansive way of living. Help us use this season of Lent as an intentional one. Starting today, Help us build a life not measured by to-do lists, but measured by love. With hope, we pray. Amen.